Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. are new here. Welcome. Thank you for joining or listening, I should say. Um, My name is Jillian. I am the mother of two incredible little children, Roman, who just turned five. Oh my gosh. And then Stella, who is three. They are both living with ASMD, which is an ultra rare and life limiting genetic disorder often referred to as a baby Alzheimer's because of the rapid loss of skills and neurodegeneration that typically happens with it. Our children are doing somewhat stable right now. Um, they, m- most kids that are diagnosed with the most severe form of this disease do end up passing away by the age of three. Roman, like I said, just turned five, which was a huge deal for us. Um, And Stella is going to be four in January. Um, We've worked really hard to get them on some experimental treatments. And they, while we don't know long term how effective they're going to be, they're definitely doing some things, um, some positive things. So both of our kids are 100% tube fed nonverbal, immobile. They each have epilepsy, pretty frequent daily seizures, all the things. (laughs) Um, We do all the therapies, go to all the doctors. So it's definitely um, been a journey, a difficult journey, but a very rewarding journey. And I started this podcast as a way to be able to connect with other rare disease parents and just share our journey and all the good, bad, and ugly feelings that go along with raising two children that are diagnosed with something life-limiting and just the ins and outs of being a medical mama. And my hope with this podcast is to help other parents just not feel so alone in their journey. So like I said, thank you for being here. I want to start off by telling you guys how we started Roman's birthday celebrations. So so like I said, he turned five on, well, I guess it's, it was on Thursday. My schedule is kind of all funky right now. So yeah, his birthday was on Thursday and we've been kind of like celebrating all week, like when you don't know if your child is going to live past three and here they are turning five, I feel like every day is just a freaking celebration. So we were just celebrating him as much as we could this week. Um, we started off with last weekend, we got to go to 
um, a Bengals closed practice. So we are in Cincinnati, Ohio. So we were invited to go to a closed practice at the Bengals stadium, which was amazing. We got to meet some of the players, uh, coaches, we got to be on the field. It was just so cool. It was such an amazing experience. And I, well, I, I say I, we all (laughs) got to meet, um, Joe Burrow, which was, you know, uh, life goal checked off the list. (laughs) Um, so that was super fun. And, the next day on Sunday, we got to actually go to the Bengals home opener game and we had a suite donated to us. It was such a fun weekend. I feel like it was just, oh, it was, it was perfect. We had so much fun. Stella did good. Um, I know for those of you who are, have been listening previously, Stella, we've been going through it with her with these like crying episodes she's been having. And uh, it's usually been kind of closer to the evening time, but it's just hard to get her um, under control once she starts doing this. So luckily, (laughs) she was really good this weekend. I think we only had like one minor episode, um, but our nurse, our home nurse was able to come with us to the game on Sunday, which was a huge help to Donald and I, because it gave us the space to get to relax a little and enjoy the experience. Um, For Roman's third birthday, we went to a Reds game and it was definitely a little more chaotic. We still had a really great time, but you, you guys know how it is. It's just like, you can't relax really when you're constantly giving water and tube feeding and you know, Roman's having a seizure and tending to him. And it's just impossible to just take it all in when you're doing all that. So it was really awesome to have her there. Um, We also had my parents came. So between the three of them, they were able to keep the kids pretty well occupied and take care of all the, the, you know, feeding things, diaper changes, all that kind of stuff. So we could really enjoy it. Um, and then my sister-in-law came in from Nashville. She's like a diehard Bengals fan. So it's actually Roman's godmother. So she came with us and my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law. So it was a really fun weekend. And then on Thursday, we had beautiful weather. So we decided to go to the zoo on his actual birthday, which was great. I love going to the zoo once school starts because it is so much less crowded. Um, so Roman's uncle, my my brother-in-law, came with us to the zoo, and it was a really good time. We got to see a lot of the animals up close, which was pretty exciting just because there weren't a gazillion and one kids running around. <laughs> um, and the weather was just perfect. It wasn't too hot. wasn't too cold. Stella really does not like being in the heat. So we lucked out on a good day. I feel like that always happens. Like whenever we do end up doing trips to like the zoo or like anywhere, the aquarium, I feel like it's always kind of last minute because we're like, okay, the weather is good today. We magically don't have any appointments 
McDonald's home today. Like, we got to go today. <laughs> so we did that. Um, and then we ended up that evening, we went out to eat, just the four of us, like me, Donald, and the kids. And that was an epic fail, hot mess of a dinner. <laughs> because we got there, sat down, ordered our food. And wouldn't you know it, Miss Stella started up. She started crying and there was snot everywhere. And <laughs> Donald ended up like, we ordered our food. He ended up walking her back to the car. And he sat in the car with her trying to calm her down. Meanwhile, our food came out. Me and Roman had a nice little date night by ourselves because I like scarfed my food down. Then I texted on, I was like, do you want to switch? Like, do you want me to box up the food? What do you want to do? And he's like, just eat and then we'll switch. So then we ended up switching and I took Stella to the car and sat in the car with her while Donald ate his food. It was just like the worst meal ever. Like not the food, just like the experience overall just sucked. And then we like looked and we were in and out in like 25 minutes. I'm like how did we drop $95 in 25 minutes and we didn't even enjoy the meal? It just was very, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But when we were driving home, (laughs) I was like, Donald, maybe that's a sign that we need to stop. Like maybe that's God telling us that we need to stop eating out so much. (laughs) And he's like, good point. So we're going to maybe try and rein that back a little bit. Um, So yeah, that's been Roman's birthday week. We are planning a party for him, but it's looking like it's not going to be till probably October because we just, this month has been so crazy with appointments and weddings and just other obligations on the weekends. So hopefully in October we can do something. I decided we're going to do like a superhero themed party. I just don't know where yet. Um, probably most likely we'll end up just doing it at our house. But so that's what we have on the docket. Um, I am also heading. So I I had talked about this on a previous episode too. We were all planning on going to New York this weekend for my cousin's wedding. She's getting married in Long Island and She was a bridesmaid in my wedding back in 2015. So we're obviously like we're close. And she had asked Stella to be a flower girl in her wedding. And we were so excited because everyone wants to see their little girl walk or roll down, down an aisle in like a little flower girl dress. And we were just so looking forward to that. And it was a really hard decision, but we decided recently, like a couple weeks ago, that I'm just going to go. I'm going to fly out there, go to the wedding, hopefully have a great time, um, and Donald and the kids are going to stay home. And this was a really, really, like I was struggling with this decision because like I said, we were so looking forward to like doing this as a family, but with 
all Roman's hospitalizations he's had this past year and all the respiratory infections he's had. And we just didn't feel like it was the most responsible thing to do in terms of their health was to, you know, spend 12 hours driving there, 12 hours driving back, going to a wedding with a bunch of people in New York. Um, And it sucks. It really sucks making, like being in charge of those decisions. It just sucks. I was really struggling. I kept going back and forth. I'm like, do we bring the kids? Do we not bring the kids? But I really want to see Stella as a flower girl. I want her to get that experience. I want that experience as a parent. I really want our kids to see all their cousins in New York. You know, I have a lot of family out there that we don't get to see very often because it's it's really difficult for us to travel long distances with our kids. But I also am so worried about them getting sick. Like we've had, this has been like the best knock on wood, (laughs) the best like run that we've had without illnesses in the past year. And just after what we've been through with Roman, I mean, he's been ended up in the PICU twice this year and both with like lung issues from respiratory infections. And we started hearing like COVID was on the uptick and everything. And we're just like, (sighs) it was such a hard decision, but Ultimately, we decided it would be in their best interest if they didn't come. Um, And I wanted to kind of talk more about this because this is something that comes up a lot, especially with us and our children. And I know probably for a lot of you out there that have children with medical complexities or more profound needs. this, I wanted to take a moment and tell you guys about a product that I am slightly obsessed with. Us medical moms have so much to manage between appointments, therapies, follow-ups, medication changes, pharmacies, insurance. The list is never ending. Um, And I was recently introduced to The Caregiver Compass, which is an amazing book that has everything in this to help you keep track of your life pretty much as a caregiver. It's everything you need all in one place. Um, It has daily, weekly, and monthly planners to keep you on track. You can manage therapy appointments, doctor visits, medical equipment and supplies, medications, insurance, billing, and more. One thing that I really love about it is that it has dedicated caregiver-focused areas in the book for your own goals, health and wellness, self-reflection, and personal growth. Um, So it has like some journal prompts and stuff just to, you know, help keep us caregivers in check mentally as well. Pre-orders for the new 2024 edition start on Friday, October 6th. Um, So if you guys have any caregivers in your life too, if you yourself aren't a caregiver or a medical mama, but someone in your life is, this would make a perfect Christmas gift. Everyone should check it out. The website, I'm going to link this in my show notes too, but the website is thecaregivercompass.com. 
and use the promo code CONFESSIONS10 to receive 10% off of your order. Again, that is CONFESSIONS10. Caregiving can be so difficult, so let the compass be your guide. medically complex or fragile children, we're, we're walking a fine line all the time of wanting our children to have these special experiences, but also, is it worth it if they get sick? To me, you really have to weigh the pros and cons. Um, and I think what it boils down to is do you feel in your mom gut that this is a good idea? And I really had to like dig deep to ask myself this because yes, in theory, the idea of being at my cousin's wedding, traveling to New York with our kids, letting them get that experience sounds amazing. Letting them see their family. It sounds great. Um, And it's something that I really have wanted for so long But in reality, going to a wedding with our kids, like, is going to be, it's going to be stressful. That whole trip is going to be very stressful. It's going to be a lot on them. It's going to be a lot on us. We're exposing them to, you know, a lot of germs. Um, And this is when kind of like the FOMO creeps in because... (laughs) This is just another experience that our kids have to miss out on. Now, one one way I'm kind of combating this FOMO is I decided, or we decided, because Stella isn't going to get that experience of being a flower girl in my cousin's wedding, I was like, well how about we plan to my husband, how about we plan a little vow renewal ceremony at our house, make it very low key, but Stella can wear her dress and she can get all pretty and she can be the flower girl at our vow renewal and Roman can be our little ring bearer. That is a way that our kids can get this experience and we can still get the experience of seeing her as a flower girl. Um, while keeping them safer and keeping it more their speed. I'm also going to talk about another severe case of FOMO I had recently. So as many of you know, I have a niece um, who is the same age as Stella. She's actually was born a few months after her. And I recently took her. So my sister was out of town for um, Nora, my niece, her first dance class. So she asked if I would take her and I was happy to do that because that's, that's like an experience that I thought I would get with my daughter, um, that I have not gotten. And I don't know if I will get to experience taking her to a dance class. And it's something that I've always looked forward to, you know, becoming a parent of a little girl. So I ended up taking her and as we were walking in, I got like a wave of sadness because I was thinking like, what if I was just imagining like if Stella didn't have 
this genetic condition and, you know, she was walking in with us and she was joining her cousin for dance class, which is what I had always pictured. You know, we were so excited. Our, when me and my sister were both pregnant and both with girls, we're like, oh, they're gonna, you know, do all this stuff together and they can do this together. And it's just not been the way that we had imagined it. So I got really sad for a moment. Um, And I kind of just like allowed myself to feel that grief because, and, you know, I also, I got mad. I'm not going to lie. I got really mad that Stella doesn't get to experience doing a dance class. And then I stopped and thought, you know, who knows? We never know what's going to happen in the future. And maybe we, maybe one day I will roll her into her first dance class. But what I didn't want was to have this special moment with my niece be ruined because of my grief. So like I said, I felt I felt the grief for a minute. And then I decided to shift my energy to the present moment and appreciate that I was getting this opportunity to spend this really special moment with, with my niece who I love and adore. Um, and that I, I'm so thankful for her too, because I do get to have some of those experiences through my niece. And I, I turned my grief into gratefulness. But anyways, the, the point of all of this or this whole episode is as parents of medically complex children or kids living with rare diseases, terminal illnesses, you're always going to experience FOMO. It's just, it's, it's going to happen. Um, you're going to have to make tough decisions on, do we let our kids get this experience while, you know, risking their health? Or do we miss out on certain experiences in order to keep them safe? And it's just a, it's a shitty place to be. Um, I'm going to acknowledge that. (laughs) But instead of dwelling on the experiences that they're missing out on, or maybe some of those typical parenting experiences that you're missing out on, Instead, I want you to try and focus on the experiences that you are having with your kid or maybe how you can make some of those experiences accessible for them. I always like to try and remind myself when I'm feeling this way that yes, my kids are missing out on a lot of those typical childhood experiences. However, they are getting a lot of other experiences that a lot of other kids don't get to have. Like you know, our kids were on the news and they've got to throw out the first pitch at a Reds game and we got to celebrate them at a Bengals game and got to go to the closed practice. So there's a lot of special experiences that we do get with our kids and really try and focus on those experiences and all the good. So I'm going to leave you all here today. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and I will catch you next time. Bye.